This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permunian and Rafael Di Furia. Hello there and welcome to the Italian Citizenship Podcast, presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. Of course, we are back here again with Italian attorney Marco Permunian. How are you doing, man? Good, how are you? I'm doing great, thanks. And in this episode, we wanted to talk a little bit about the situation for people who find themselves not eligible for getting Italian citizenship by descent. We're talking about people who are both of Italian descent and people who are not of Italian descent. But I think we should probably divide this up into a couple different sections and first talk about the situation for people who are of Italian descent, but find that they cannot get citizenship by descent because for whatever reason, they aren't eligible. Where do you think is a good place to start with that one? The first advice that I have for people who are of Italian descent and don't qualify for Italian citizenship by descent is probably to check if they really don't qualify for citizenship by descent because there are a lot of people who are in a situation where at glance they don't qualify for citizenship, maybe through one line, maybe through um, both line of one branch of the family. But if you look deeper, if you dig deeper, maybe if you go farther back in the Italian line on the other side of the family, uh, they realize that they qualify for Italian citizenship, maybe through a more uh, removed Italian ancestor. Maybe they have Italian grandparents on one side of the family and they don't qualify through them because they both became naturalized before their parent was born. But maybe on the other side of the family, they qualified through their great-great-grandparents. And this is not a um, very uncommon scenario. I've encountered this situation quite a few times. Uh, people came to me saying, hey, I don't qualify. I'm, I'm, I'm really sad. I don't know what to do. Uh, can you check maybe better if I don't qualify? And after further evaluating their family tree, we realized that there was a very distant ancestor that they could use to apply for Italian citizenship or maybe they didn't qualify for a regular application for citizenship through a consulate or an Italian municipality, but we realized after uh, digging deeper that they had a court case, like a case that they could have presented to the court because my advice is always to check very well if you qualify for citizenship by descent because that's, in my opinion, the, the preferable path mm-hmm. to... Um, to choose over other paths, for example, citizenship by uh, marriage or citizenship to residency or a visa. So definitely my first advice is to check in detail if you qualify for citizenship and maybe to have a professional assess your eligibility. But what if you have exhausted all your options and you have confirmed 100% that you don't qualify for citizenship by descent? Well, in that case, if you have an Italian-born parent or an Italian-born grandparent, so one of your parents were, was born in Italy, or one of your grandparents, at least, was born in Italy, but you don't qualify for citizenship by descent because they became naturalized before uh, the next in line was born. In that case, the Italian law allows you to apply for citizenship through residency after only three years of full-time legal residency in Italy. Why do I say only three years? Because normally people who want to apply for citizenship through residency, they have to reside 
in Italy for 10 years. But the law makes an exception for people who are of Italian descent and don't qualify for Italian citizenship by descent because of the naturalization normally of their Italian-born ancestor, but only up to the second degree. So only if you have an Italian-born parent, at least one of your parents, or an Italian-born grandparent, at least one of your grandparents. Of course, the prerequisite is that you go live in Italy for three years, so you will need to apply for a visa. Mm-hmm. You can't just go as a tourist because as a tourist, you can only stay for up to 90 days. And so that's sorry to interrupt you, but just that's one of the major differences also from being able to come to Italy to apply for your uh, for citizenship via Jure Sanguinis, where you can kind of just arrive in the country as a tourist, unless I'm mistaken, and then go make your petition and then get the ability to remain here. Whereas what you're saying for this person who would be applying for naturalization through their grandparents, they have to figure out some other way to be able to get here ahead of time. Absolutely. That is absolutely correct. So you have to look into applying for a visa, which is absolutely necessary. There is no other way for you to live in Italy for three years unless you apply for a visa. You can apply for any kind of visa as long as that visa is long enough and allows you to reside in Italy and register yourself as a resident. Um, Because the prerequisite is not only that you have resided in Italy in the sense of having lived in Italy for three years, but that you have been registered with the anagrafe, so with the population of the people residing in a certain town Mm -hmm. for three years. And after that time, you can apply for citizenship through residency. The process is identical um, for people who are of Italian descent and have resided in Italy for three years and for people who have resided in Italy for 10 years. So it's the same process. You have to take a language test, so you have to be able to speak Italian. You have to um, gather some documents, both the documents that show that you are of Italian descent and the documents that are required for the application for citizenship through residency, meaning criminal background checks, language test that I just referred to, your birth certificate. Then you can file your application for citizenship through residency. And the Italian government has two to three years to process the application. So really, if you're talking about that type of situation, you're not spending really any less than, say, five years total, maybe six years, roughly. That would be correct. And you have to be able to maintain your residence in Italy for that entire time. And just uh, you kind of briefly went into it, but maintaining your residency, what is involved with that? How much of the year do you have to spend here? Or is that even a requirement that you have to be here for X period of time? Well, in theory, you don't lose your status of visa holder if you spend in Italy at least six months and one day. So every year. So the majority of the year. Otherwise, if you spend less time in Italy, your visa may be revoked, you may not be able to um, renew it, which of course could be a problem in terms of maintaining your residency. And also there needs to be no interruptions. Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't matter, for example, if you spend if you spent in Italy one year, three years ago, and now you want to spend the remaining two years, it doesn't work that way. You have to have spent the previous three years 
in Italy at the time in which you submit your citizenship application. And so that's also, you were saying, not only do you have to be in Italy for the majority of the year, that, that half plus one day, um, but also that even if you are staying in, in Italy, that the, uh, that the time can be interrupted if you don't keep up the uh, registration with the anagrafe. So like I think you've mentioned also in a previous episode as well, if you move from one place to the other, that could also introduce this, inter- uh, this type of interruption. But would there be any other things that a person in that type of situation should keep in mind? Or is this really the scope of what things overall would look like? Um. For the purpose of applying for Italian citizenship, that's really it. So Mm -hmm. as long as you maintain your residency in Italy, so you continue to be registered in a municipality or in multiple municipalities, one after the municipalities, one after the other without interruptions, then you're going to be able to file your Italian citizenship application. Of course, the probably second most important thing to keep in mind is that you have to study the language. So you have to be able to take a test, a language test, before you can file your citizenship application. Mm, So then also one of the other things um, that just because we kind of at the beginning of the episode, I said maybe we'd divide this into um, a couple different sections, but I think this does have some overlap as well with people who aren't of Italian descent, even though the the requirements are different, and we'll get into that in a second, but they have the same necessity of maintaining their residence and uh, remaining in the country, if I'm not mistaken. Exactly. For the purpose of applying for Italian citizenship, they have to be able to show that they have maintained their residency in the country for 10 years. Mm-hmm. So the previous 10 years, they have to have spent in Italy at the time in which the application for citizenship to the residency is submitted. And of course, for people who are not of Italian descent, uh, the time that is necessary for them to have been registered in Italy as residents to be able to apply for citizenship is 10 years. Mm-hmm. So that's the major difference. Otherwise, it's quite similar as far as the actual process goes, the language requirement, the documents required, and so on. Exactly. And so maybe also, because you just did mention about the 10 years, I know that not all non-Italians are in that category. Um, what about What's the situation for a person from, from Europe, from the EU? That's a good question. A person who is from another European country can apply for citizenship through residency in Italy after having spent four years in Italy without interruptions. So the timeline is much shorter if you are an EU citizen. Of course, the need and the urgency to apply for Italian citizenship for an EU citizen could be less in comparison to maybe an American citizen because as a European citizen, you basically enjoy the same benefits of that Italian citizens can enjoy. And you can stay in Italy pretty much indefinitely uh, unless your country suddenly leaves the European Union. But um, so there is normally less urgency. And that's also my experience. I've seen like that the European citizens that are residing in Italy, even if they have already met the four years requirement, they are not really interested or in some cases they don't even know that they can apply for Italian citizenship until 
you know, they find out. And even when they find out, they don't have the same urgency right. um, that maybe American citizens have for obvious reasons. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I've met plenty of, of Europeans who they've been in a, another European country for way more than the minimum required time. And it's like, what do I need it for? What I'm, I'm a European citizen. And then we've come to see Brexit and how, how that mentality may not always work out for the best. Um, so, of course probably if you're eligible and if you're not going to lose your own home citizenship probably couldn't hurt to take on a second passport especially if there aren't any major um, tax uh, requirements but basically americans and maybe one or two other countries are the only uh, nationalities that at this point in history have concerns about taxation when living outside of their country because a european living in europe wouldn't necessarily have that worry or a European generally speaking living outside of their country wouldn't even Italian citizens who live outside of Italy don't have that same concern I remember and I'm going a bit off of off course here but I think it's still worth bringing up um, that when I was going through my process for citizenship I asked the clerk behind the counter at the consulate saying oh well now that I'm an Italian citizen or or once I get my Italian citizen I don't remember citizenship I don't remember when it was um, do I have any tax obligations or anything she looked at me like i was crazy like what do you mean oh you're right you're american yeah you guys have that problem no 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 we're cool don't worry <laughs> anyway um to get back into this is there anything else that we have maybe not covered regarding uh europeans who uh would be eligible for italian citizenship maybe any other special situations that they may find themselves in well the process is very similar for them too um so they have to be registered with with the population of an Italian municipality for four years. And the process for them is pretty much the same as the process for anybody else who is applying for citizenship by residency. So the citizenship by residency, it really doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, uh, other than the fact of the time requirement. It's just... If you're of Italian descent but can't get Yure Sanguinis, you have the three years. European, you have four years. And then if you're just from anywhere else in the world, 10 years. Exactly. But then also, just because we've talked about people who are in a very specific situation and maybe don't feel a sense of urgency, the Europeans, to be able to come here, I know also that people who are married to Italian citizens, generally speaking, would have a pretty easy time to be able to stay in the country. What is the path to citizenship uh, for a person who is married to an Italian? Well, um, I was going to say before that um, spouses of Italian citizens are probably another category of people who may be residing in Italy and they don't feel the urgency mm -hmm. sometimes of applying for Italian citizenship through marriage. I I've talked to uh, quite a few people who are married to Italians and they have maybe lived in Italy for five years or ten years and they didn't know that they were eligible to apply for citizenship through marriage, or maybe they were not interested enough mm -hmm. because they have the ability to reside in Italy on a residency permit, which as long as you are married to an Italian, you will be able to renew pretty much indefinitely. Uh, but and this is another category of people who may not qualify for citizenship by descent and may be able to reside in Italy or the European Union, meaning if you are married to a European citizen, you can get a residency permit for spouses, not only in Italy, but also in other European 
countries as long as your Italian spouse resides in that country. So if you if you are residing with your spouse in Italy, you can get an Italian residency permit. If you are residing with your Italian spouse in France, you can get a French residency permit for spouses of European citizens. And in some cases, the spouse of an Italian citizen is also somebody who has Italian descent but doesn't qualify for citizenship by descent. Mm -hmm. I've encountered a few situations where you know, two people are married and they're both are of Italian descent and they came to me and uh, asked me, can you assess my eligibility? And unfortunately, only one of them ended up qualifying for citizenship by descent. And apart from the sadness of the other spouse for not being able to qualify for citizenship by descent, the question that I'm always asked is, how can I go to Italy? How can I be able to reside in the European Union with my uh, spouse? And the answer is you qualify for a residency permit. You can enter the country as a tourist and upon arrival in Italy, you can apply or, or in another European country, you can apply for your residency permit for spouses. Uh, and the requirements for you to be able to apply are very few. Uh, actually, probably the only requirement is that you are legally married. Right to your spouse. So it's very easy to get mm -hmm. this residency permit for spouses. Uh, you don't have to speak the language. Of course, your status will be connected to your husband's residency in the European Union, meaning you can't live separately. Mm -hmm. So you are not able to continue residing in Italy or in the European Union if your husband or wife uh, goes back to America, for example, or um, if you if you separate or if you get divorced, also in those situations, at least at the beginning, uh, during the first three years, you can't maintain your status. Yeah, and actually, just on that subject, I, I, Italy is not unique when it comes to um, requiring people to actually be married, but I can't remember what countries it is it off the top of my head, but I believe that there are at least one or two Euro European countries that do allow for civil partnerships for those types of um, living together type of situations for those type of people to be able to come and get a visa in that way. I don't know if it's Belgium or what country it may be or countries. Uh, but then one of the other points that you mentioned was interesting about uh, that maybe your clients will come to you and one will be eligible and one won't be. I know I've heard of situations where uh, maybe someone was in a relationship with an Italian and they were trying to, they, they thought they might be eligible for citizenship, but they ended up not being able to get all of the documents or whatever it was. And so instead they figured, well, we're going to get married anyway. We're already living together anyway. Maybe it's a little sooner than we hoped, but not that it would be recommended just to marry somebody for the ability to stay in a country, but because they were already in yes. that, that, that relationship anyway, that was a, an option that was available to them. Of course. And you know, the right for couples to be together if they're married is very protected mm -hmm. in Italy so not only you can apply for the residency permit that I talked about but after some time you can of course apply for Italian citizenship so you also have the ability to apply for Italian citizenship so even if you are of Italian descent and you thought that you could apply for citizenship by descent uh, eventually you end up still applying for citizenship but another kind of citizenship yeah, it's, it's just a different way. And maybe naturalization ends up being a little bit more complicated because of the uh, 
the language requirement and the, the 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 minimum amount of time that you spend here. But sorry, I interrupted you there. No, that that that's a good um, point. And we've mentioned this in previous episodes, but the right to stay together, it's not just a right here, but it's actually protected by the Constitution. It's fascinating if anybody ever wants to read through the Italian Constitution and some of the protections that are in there, especially coming from an American perspective, are very interesting to see. And I, think, I forget exactly how it's phrased, but it's something along the lines of the right for a couple to remain together. Or the couple to whatever it's it it was a very romantic like little section which you would never think to have in a, a legal document. But what if a person finds themselves in the situation that firstly they can't get citizenship by descent, they can't get it through naturalization, they can't get it through residency, through marriage, through this, through that, or the other? What options are still available to them? Well, as you said, there are people who maybe are of Italian descent and don't qualify for citizenship by descent, they are not married to an Italian citizen, they don't want to marry to an, to an Italian citizen, or people who are not even of Italian descent, people who are from America and that have nothing to do with Italy, they don't have any Italian ancestors, they don't have any European ancestors, so they can't get citizenship by descent, they can't get citizenship through marriage, what do they do? So the only option that is left is to apply for a visa, which eventually will allow them to also apply for citizenship if they stay long enough in Italy, 10 years, and if they are able to learn the language. So the only option that is really available to them is a visa. There are several kinds of visas that you can apply for depending on your situation. You can apply for a work visa. If you have an employer in Italy, you can apply for a self-employment visa which may, may, may be a difficult process. Mm-hmm. You have to have a company or set up a company, so it's not easy. And it's also a limited amount of spots that they do per year, I think like 40,000 globally or something like this. Exactly, and um, you can apply for an investor visa. You need to uh, be able to invest like a large amount of money mm-hmm. in Italy, like 2 million euros or 500,000 in a start startup company or you may only have the option of applying for a retirement visa if you don't really work, if you're not planning on working in Italy. You can apply for the elective residency visa. Uh, You need to have an income, uh, like a stable passive income, uh, which is uh, at least like 3,000 roughly dollars per month. Or of course you can apply for a student visa if you're planning on studying in Italy. But yeah, if you don't qualify for citizenship by descent and you want to be able to live in Italy and if you don't want to marry an Italian citizen um, or you don't have the ability to do so, the only option that you have left is to apply for a visa through your Italian consulate mm-hmm. in the country where you reside. And I think that's that's a really fantastic point to end off on. Just one maybe little piece that I know some people do consider so that they can at least be here in Italy temporarily to at least get their Italy fixed for a certain amount of time is that they might apply to a language school, for example, and uh, or, or some other type of school attend classes regularly and so on to meet the minimum requirements. But then that way they get to spend some time here because maybe not all people are interested in living in Italy on the long term. Uh, Whereas maybe somebody who even would be getting Italian citizenship might be interested in only spending a certain portion of time here. But as a citizen, of course, 
you don't have that limitation on you. But I think this might be a great place to end off this episode. And so, of course, if anybody is needing assistance with this process, how can they get in contact with you and your team? People can contact us through our website, italiancitizenshipassistance.com, through the contact form or use the email or the telephone number on the website. Absolutely fantastic. And of course, if you're interested in more content like this, be sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel where you also get the bonus of being subscribed to the Italian Real Estate Podcast. Or if you're listening to this as an audio-only podcast, be sure that you're subscribed and or following on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. And also, if you're interested in more content about life in Italy, living in Italy, and seeing a little bit more of this beautiful country that Marco and I are blessed to call home, you can come over to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Rafael Di Furia, or check out my audio-only podcast, Not Your Average Globetrotter. Of course, again, we have been here with Italian attorney Marco Permunian. I'm Rafael Di Furia. Stay safe, stay healthy out there, and we'll see you all next time. Later. Thank you.